Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 100. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be a hundred All I do is win, win, win No matter what Got money on my mind One and two on Moss, the pitch. He struck him out swinging with a slider. Zach Morris has thrown three consecutive perfect innings. Sadeo ready, the pitch to Josenberger. He hits it deep to left field. Targotch is back, still back, and at the wall, a lunging catch. Tagging from third is Cole. Tagging from second is Roland. Both are safe. It's four to one. Targotch didn't really look very comfortable on that warning track, and there was a last-moment lunge, caught it right at the end of his, the webbing of his mitt. Lefty-righty, first pitch. Swung on and belted. There it goes. Way out of here to left field. A grand slam, and the Hogs have the lead. Boom. Got to love it, Phil. Got a first-pitch fastball in, and I tell you what, Jared absolutely crushed that ball. 2-1 pitch. Diggs drives it deep to right center field. You gotta go. That ball is gone. Kendall Diggs will send him back to the hotel with a walk-off homer. The Hogs win 6-5 on Diggs' 11th of the year. I think he's a clutch hitter because I don't think he gets too uptight and uh, you know he knows strikes him a little bit and the biggest pitch that at bat besides the ball that left the yard I mean obviously he hit it but the pitch before was a borderline strike but he didn't like it and he took it it was called a ball he's still up 2-1 in the count and like he said he knew he was going to get a good pitch to hit and uh, he got a fastball and you know he, he got all over it but you know I just think it's make up a little bit and he wants he wants to be up there in, in that situation. I don't feel like he was going up there trying to hit a home run. He was trying to get on base, and uh, he worked himself into a decent hitter's count. All right, another day, another game, another win for the Razorbacks in their first matchup in the SEC tournament today. They face the best pitcher in the nation, I guess, at least in the SEC. Paul Skeens no. will go against Arkansas's ace and our guy, Hagan Smith, who will join us on this game day coming up in our second hour today. We will also, at some point, talk to Jace Borofin, who's trying to find it a little bit. He is, as they say, scuffling west, but hopefully he can find the find the range. And you made a great uh, point about Jared Wagner, who has not, uh, you know, he's still trying to figure it out, I guess, coming off the injury, trying mm-hmm. to get his timing back, and, and obviously found it yesterday at a right time, hit a grand slam as part of the victory for Arkansas, walked it off in extra innings 5-4.
One swing, one at bat. Or six five, excuse me. Sometimes it's it's a walk, you know, that gets the hitter going. It's just uh, I'm not worried about Jace. He's too good of a hitter, and he'll break out of the slump, and he'll be fine. And that's what some of these games are for. I know neighbors who will join us after a while. He, he's ready to get them back home and rest and put their feet up. But um, baseball players want to play, and hitters need at bats, and that's what exactly what Jace needs right now. Josenberger looked like he he came out of it yesterday. He hit two really good balls to left field that the the Aggies left fielder made a good play on. Yep. He had a hard uh, ball in the extra innings, but right at the second baseman that ended the inning. Uh, just hasn't found that hole yet, but I feel like Josenberger is, is coming back with along with Wagner. So get these guys some at-bats, get the pitchers some needed innings, and, and then get out of there. I thought you were playing a soundbite, so I stopped. Yeah, I just I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, obviously, if they win today, they're getting tomorrow off, and then you can play potentially a couple more games. It's single elimination after that, yeah. right? So, um, if you lose today, it becomes a grind for sure. But mm-hmm. you could be done, I guess, in two more games. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you could be. Uh, and I think they want to get tight. They want to stretch Tigert out again. So I think that's what was important about winning yesterday. You're guaranteed now a, a second game. Uh, for Tiger to to pitch tomorrow mm-hmm. or on on uh, Saturday, it's a chance to get him maybe to five innings, maybe to six innings. You know, just mm. some, stretch him out a little bit further, so when the regional comes, he can go even a little bit further, and then the super regional, hopefully, he can go even further and not have a too much of a pitch count. And then it wouldn't be bad to get uh you know Hunter Holland some work sure. if they do pitch a fourth game. Yeah, I got to think so because you obviously don't want him sitting for two full weeks. No. although he did not have a great outing last game. I think they, even more so, the reason you want to do that. Uh, Diggs on his walk-off, and the guy seems like just every big opportunity he gets into, something good happens. He is He's had that magical King Midas touch. He's been remarkable. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, going up there, I didn't want to you know, jump on something that really wasn't over the plate. wanted to make him come to me, uh, and he did with that first pitch fastball. Next two are really good pitches, probably maybe a ball down. Uh, so a 2-1 count, I knew he was going to challenge me with something, just trying to get the head out, and uh, it was good. Like I just said, I think it's more just doing what I can for the team. Uh, you know, and it's also like you're put in a situation, you know, there's no, it's now or never, you know. And I think, you know, subconsciously you might lock in a little bit more in those moments or, you know, what you need to do and what you want to do. Um, and, you know, I've been blessed to be put in those situations, and I take any of our guys in those situations as well. Kendall with a two-hit day, obviously one bigger than the other, but two out of five for him, a couple of runs scored, including the game winner. And then a two-hit day as well for Peyton Holt, who's staying hot towards the bottom lineup in Wesley. I guess they're just going to continue to leave him there, but it seems Mm. to be working out just dandy for him. As we mentioned, we're going to talk to Jace Borford in a little bit, thanks to our friends at Friends Brokers, and he's been struggling. I got the numbers there. He's two of his last, what did I say here? Let me dig in my notes. Two of 28. Over the last seven games, so he is that bad. struggling. Yep, but I mean he is getting on base. So I mean, he only had two at bats officially yesterday because he walked uh, time or two. So actually three times he walked yesterday. So he is getting on base. Yeah. Good things are happening, but just got to get the bat going a little bit. He had that uh, leadoff home run against South Carolina, and that was his only hit in the series, and it actually wasn't a home run. The replay showed it was a foul ball, and they went to the replay booth, and they missed it. I don't know how they missed that one, but I need to ask him about that, too. Um, I I think of Borfin when... he uh, gets back home. He's going to be fine. They love hitting at Baumwalker Stadium. So I'm not. I'm like I said. I'm not worried about him. John Neighbors coming up at the bottom of the hour. We've got Richard Davenport at 10:45. We'll get an update on recruiting. We've got, as we mentioned, Hagen Smith. Thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate. That is right after we get the red white report, which will be mostly about Razorback baseball. Brought to you by Big O Tires. We've got Dr. O'Malley. I haven't heard from him yet. We need to mm, get some him. updates on uh, on injuries to him. Get his thoughts on what's happening there. Obviously, Arkansas's guys who have been through. Uh, some significant things. You think about Tiger, you think about Wagner, you think about Josenberger. They all look good. My gosh, did Josenberger look like a world-class sprinter yesterday? Run that ball down in uh, left center, almost left. I mean, he covered a ton of ground. And coming up that catch on the track yesterday, or just inside the track, remarkable. We've got Mayor Scott coming on, get an update on what's going on with Tornado Recovery. And uh, across the river, got the Travelers back on the field tonight. They are in a long homestand that is underway, and they're going to go all the way through Sunday. They're doing fireworks, I believe, Friday and Sunday this week, and then they've got Monday off for Memorial Day, which they've got every Monday off. It's not because of the holiday. And then they go right back to work at Dickie Stevens again. So they've got a lengthy homestand here, and Stevens is going to come in and talk to us about uh, the team so far. They're, last I checked, first place, 
and they just had the player of the week in their league. So good things happening over in North Little Rock for the Travelers. Yeah, Isaiah Campbell closed it out last night. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Good. Also, the track for Little Rock begins today. They will have their first game today at 3 o'clock, and they are taking on – I didn't see who won, Wes. Did you see who won out in the previous round, Tennessee Tech? Or did they was it Tennessee Tech and UT Martin? I'm sorry, I I was looking at this tweet. Um, say again, Little Rock Trojans. Yes, yeah. I do not know who they play. Okay, cool. This happens they, a lot. They play. Cool. This happens they, a lot. They played this afternoon. Yeah, they do. Three o'clock. Thanks. Yeah. That part I did say. Okay. That part I'm sure of. Uh, Cade Renfro has been removed from the roster of the Arkansas Razorbacks website. Backup quarterback. Yep. I just saw that tweet. I didn't. It caught me off guard. Who tweeted that? Uh, Pick Trail Nation. You didn't see any of the. Uh allegations going around with no them? i'm lost on okay. that i don't like to report on rumors there was a little internet rumor going around this morning that he's involved been involved in some uh i'll tell i'll say this very very lightly and understate the case significantly some untoward behavior with uh other co-eds okay so i'll just leave it at that until anything happens going forward but uh arkansas is obviously erring on the side of caution and i'm sure they have more information than we do but if the internet rumors are to be believed, you would expect this move from the university. And if something happens from a legal standpoint, then we'll give you a little more detail when we have it. But like I said, until that point, to me, it's still just there's a lot of smoke, though. Safe to say, and that's uh, that's certainly a sign that the university thinks something legitimate's going on. So, gotcha. Uh, we have a zero-zero game so far in this elimination game, and a near great catch against the wall as uh, Texas A&M and South Carolina scrap. Honestly, I don't know. Who's who? I guess was that uh, the Gamecocks just scored? I think that was A&M. That's A&M. Was it? Okay. Yeah, A&M just oh, scored. Okay. Uh, they just hit one against the wall, and the center fielder for South Carolina went up to try to make a grab against the wall and ran into the wall and dropped the ball. So A&M's up one zip now on South Carolina. So we'll keep you updated on that game as uh, these teams try to stay alive. That's the last thing you want to see for uh, even South Carolina fans, but any fan. You don't. Uh, South Carolina's got a good team. You don't want to lose a center fielder uh, due to an injury because he ran into the wall, like Jay Sporfin last year. Watch the replay here. He had the catch. Yeah, he did. Could be worse. He could have went through it oh. and died. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bump. He had it. Tough the wall, break. <laughs> he ran into the wall. The wall knocked the ball out. If you want to join us today, six six one one zero three seven. We will be happy to hear from you. You can hit us up on First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, same number, 661-1037. Asher Record Live fan feedback through our Listen Live button. Did it, anything come out yesterday from Van Horn's press conference about the uh, Razorback that uh, slid into home plate head first and looked like he was injured? Uh, no. Grimes? Somebody? Yeah, Grimes. I, ha- I didn't see anything. Okay. There was talk about the play. For those Gosh. who missed it, Arkansas tried to pull off a suicide squeeze and didn't pull it off. Uh, basically, what... He said, Coach Van Horn, I read his comments this morning. I don't have the soundbite here, but he said, um, in essence, and John Neighbors can fill us in on this, that he liked the call, but they didn't execute the bump very well, and they didn't. And it cost him a run and could have potentially cost them the game, but it also could have won the game for him. So um, let's hear from Dave, because the other story we haven't really touched on is the great pitching. And, yeah. you know, McIntyre was really good, and Zach Morris continues to roll. And, and after like four or five starts, I think we were all kind of, I hate to say giving up on him, but we're just trying to figure out. It was completely head-scratching early in the season. What is in the world is going on with this guy? I said, dude, we saw lock it down in Omaha. It got to the point you could not put him in a meaningful game. You know, his opportunities were coming in blowouts or in midweek games. I'd say that those aren't meaningful, but um, he had lost his spot on the weekend, and uh, they couldn't they couldn't rely on him. And I was worried. I, I mean, you, you know, I was like, man, it, he may not get another chance, but to, gosh, give Matt Hobbs and Dave Van Horn credit. Uh, and Morris, he kept working yeah. and figured it out, and they gave him an opportunity, and then he took started taking advantage of the opportunity. Five innings and 85 pitches. I'm guessing that's a season high for him. I got to think, yeah. So here's something interesting. No so doubt. I, I was going to talk trash about LSU because I went to their website today because I wanted to see what Skeens did. I know they lost the game that he started in the in the first time around against Arkansas, yeah. but I think it was tied or whatever when, they, when he went out. It was one-to-one. So, and so I wanted to check on his numbers while well, the stats were down. So I was looking at his pitching numbers and trying to get some information while all the stats were down when you clicked over there. So then I go to the Razorback website. Well, let me see what Borfin did against Skeens in the game. I'll look through the Arkansas. Stats were down. So whoever runs stats on those websites yeah. for these schools, something's jacked up. Maybe they've got it fixed now, but I'd like to go back and see the numbers on that from the first time around. Of course, oddly enough, that was the only game Arkansas won against LSU was when their All-American starter 
was in there and went out with a 1-1 game. So hopefully they can pull it off again today. It'd be great for Arkansas to get a day off. But um, And Hagen Smith was part of that. Remember, that was the game Hunter Holland started, and then Hagen Smith came in in relief, and they shut those guys down. That was the origin of? Hunter Hagen. Hunter Hagen. Yeah. Or Hagen, Hagen I'm trying to break that habit still. Well, Don't bring it up. They're being separated by a game in between just about every time now, so I think you're probably okay. Here's Dave Van Horn on Zach Morris, man. It's a great story. 85 pitches, five innings, one run, and three hits scattered over those innings, and he only walked one guy as well. Well, you know, he got off to a slow start this season, and, you know, we we, we tried to stay, stick with him. He kept working. He wanted us to know earlier in the season, don't give up on me. I've been there before. I want to do anything I can to help the team. And, and it seemed like right after that we gave him the ball and he had a pretty good outing. And he's just gotten better and better. And so we have a lot of confidence in him. We thought he could hold him down a little bit, give us a couple innings and see if we could get within a couple. And next thing you know, we had the lead. And uh, going forward, it's, it's big having that veteran lefty in the pen that – you know, knows how to pitch. Even in a game that's not the most meaningful, because obviously Arkansas is not really going to help itself a whole lot, they just can't help themselves. I'm sitting there, it's 4 nothing yesterday, and I'm thinking, I'm going to give me a tea time tomorrow morning. I'm going to go out and play me some golf, you know, finish up about noon, and roll into the station, maybe work a half day since we don't have a show. Mm-hmm. All good. Mm-hmm. And then Jared Wagner comes in, screws everything up. Thanks a lot. And then obviously Kendall Diggs does what he does. So you never want to count these guys out. That is uh, safe to say. You never know what they're going to do. Here's Coach Van Horn on the resiliency of his team. Then we'll take a break and come back, check in with John Neighbors down in, uh, down in, uh, over in Hoover. Yeah, you know, we've, I don't know if we've come behind a bunch this year, but we don't seem to get too uptight in the dugout. Uh, you know, I, I just feel like that, you know, there's a little bit of calmness about the team, but they're also, they're still fighting. You can hear them talking amongst each other and, you know, kind of like I said earlier, they were they were saying things like, you know, let's find a way to get on base, just get a couple here, you know, we'll beat them late. And uh, it was already getting late. It was the seventh when all that went down. So uh, just, uh, I don't know if you could, uh, the, all that we've been through this year, you know, it doesn't, they don't get too uptight. They just they just kind of like, okay, well, that happened. Now let's go do this. And they, they do it. Paul Skeens for you. First time around against Arkansas, seven innings pitched. He gave up two hits. One earned run. I didn't realize he went seven. Struck out 12. <whistles> 12 of the 21 outs were Ks. Hmm. He did have uh, three walks. The one run came in the fourth when Josenberger led off with a double. A wild pitch got him to third, and then a sacrifice fly brought him home. Uh, so that that was it. He gave up two hits in seven innings. It was a great pitching performance. But Hunter Holland went five and a third, no earned runs. And then Hagen Smith came in and pitched four and two-thirds. And uh, he gave up... Uh, uh, that run in the eighth that tied it up. It was a home run. It was a wind-aided home run. Um, and that, you know, it was when it looked like a pop-up, and it just went out of the ballpark in the eighth inning, and that what caused it to go to extra innings. Arkansas had that huge tenth inning when they scored eight runs, and then Hagen gave up a couple runs in the uh, bottom of the tenth. Christian, question of the day before we hit the break? Our question of the day is, it's National Wine Day, I was informed. That's right. What is your favorite kind of wine? White, red, rosé, or sparkling? Could have got, obviously, a lot more specific, but... If you're going to choose, what did you say? Uh, no wine for you? Yeah. Buy off you a glass so. of champagne at a party, you're not taking yeah, it? I'll take it. I'll go okay. white, I guess. Sparkling. Sparkling. You're going what sparkling. You're going sparkles. Which is white, but I mean. Wes, any, any red. preference? I'll red? go red, yeah. Yeah, I would too. That's what I voted. Uh, also, we found out that uh, Tina Turner passed away. I didn't realize she had been ill. She had quite a life. And she ended up living in... Switzerland, I believe. Okay. Yeah, she ended up in the lap of luxury after a very tough start to her life and career. But uh, obviously an all-time great Hall of Famer. Actually, Hall of Famer times two. She went in with Ike, and then she went in as a solo artist as well in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I think there's only a handful of people who have been in more than once. And she is one of them. So pretty special company, pretty elite. But uh, rest in peace to the queen of rock and roll. She's been living the good life, though. I don't know how long she's been ill. They said it was a long illness, so I don't know what the situation was. But anyway, apparently she's had quite a few health problems over the years. Uh, anyway, we'll take a break. It's 1024. It looks like we're going to play some some good Tina Turner music today, though, through the show. Not to be confused with Aretha Franklin, which the morning show <laughs> got tricked on this morning. 
Poor Chris got the rug pulled out from under him this morning. They played an Aretha song. He pulled a Wes. Oh. Played an Aretha song. He's like, oh, yeah, Tina Turner, man. Oh. And somebody's like, uh, do this uh, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> but, you know, also a great artist. Yeah. Also a great artist. What was the song? Was it like It was uh, respect? respect, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But in his defense, like, <laughs> it, it, A, it's early, and B, they were just coming back from a break, so it happens. I mean, honestly, I was in my car, and I didn't even think twice about it. And then when they called, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was, was Aretha. <laughs> Hilarious. But anyway, they did a good job today. 1025, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and check in with John Neighbors. Thanks to all our great sponsors. And we'll list those off for you on the other side, and we'll head down and see what they're up to down there. I do want to tell you that if you're heading to Hoover or you're heading to Fayetteville next week for the regional, you want to lock up that seatbelt because, well, it's the law and all. Click it or ticket. Thousands of lives every year are saved by wearing a seatbelt. And frankly, one of those could be you or someone you love. So make sure everybody in the vehicle that you're driving is buckled up and ready to roll. And frankly, you don't want to be injured severely or killed just because you didn't take the two seconds to buckle up your seatbelt. I shouldn't have to mention this anymore, but here we are. So let's do what we need to do and click it or tick it. It's 1026. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. This is SportsCenter. Dramatic performance from the Arkansas Razorbacks in the opening game of their 2023 SEC tournament. They took on the Texas A&M Aggies. They fell behind early, but they rallied with plenty of flair late. They win 6-5 in 11 innings. Kendall Diggs was the hero with the home run in the bottom of the 11th to give the Hogs a win. Diggs drives it deep to right center field. You gotta go. That ball is gone. Kendall Diggs will send him back to the hotel with a walk-off homer. The Hogs win 6 to five. Up next for the Razorbacks, a matchup with the LSU Tigers, who they lost two of their three games to this season. They'll look for revenge today in the second game of the SEC tournament. That game is scheduled for 4.30. You can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care so you can live your story. Ready for summer fun? Then get your family to the Sea-Doo Memorial Day celebration. Going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV. Check out the great deal on the 2022 Sea-Doo GTX 130 Pro. Was 12899 now only 10995 plus F&P while supplies last. That's over $1,900 in savings. The lake is calling. So hurry in to Bradford Marine and ATV today because these Memorial Day Sea-Doo savings won't last long. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's turbo high output engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Yep, that's the sounds of all my friends and another great deck party of mine. And what do you not hear? That's right, no mosquito. That's because Sanders Ground Essential provides me with a monthly mosquito barrier spray. Call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Graduation season is upon us, and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli. With options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Giant take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. Office Rental, Storage Rentals, Container Sales, Mobile Container Solutions has you covered. Call today and they'll get one on the way. 501-541-2600. That's 501-541-2600 for Mobile Container Solutions. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. 
The ones that hate me the most look just like me You tell me what that means Make a slick comment and see what that brings I've seen it go down, we can reenact things Extreme like DMXing These Coverage of the SEC Baseball Tournament from Hoover, Alabama Is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet Bud Light Jones & Son Fine Jewelry Edwards Food Giant Homer's Ace Hardware And Lion Legal Services yeah, just a really good job by our pitching staff today to, you know, to, to eat up a lot of innings there. Uh, a lot of those guys are bullpen-type guys and uh, maybe gets us a chance to get back on track with our pitching. And, um, you know, Zach Morris was a story, five-plus innings, like 80-some 80, 80 pitches, and gave up a run. And uh, just a super job by, by Zach. And, and, then, and then Will coming in and just throwing nothing but strikes. You know, he gave up one home run. They had a couple balls hard, obviously, but he also got him out front a lot, and we had some quick innings. Uh, offensively, you know, we struggled a little bit. It looked a little rusty to me. We haven't played in a while. Practices have been very, very average because of the weather. Uh, we haven't been on a, a real baseball field, honestly, until today when we walked in here, and I felt like we started taking better at-bats the second half. And, you know, it's just hoping that we could put together an inning. We were down, I think, four runs or three runs. And, uh, you know, we had a catcher's interference walk in there. And, and then, uh, you know, Jared got him a fastball in. And I'm sure he was hunting it after his previous at-bat. And uh, he got it, and he, he didn't miss it. So uh, exciting way to end the game. Um, Walk-off homers about as good as it gets. And just proud of the guys for hanging in there. All right, that's Dave Van Horn after a tough win for Arkansas coming from behind, down four zip early, and able to fight back with a grand slam from Wagner and a walk-off from Diggs. John Neighbors was there to watch it all, thanks to our great sponsors in Hoover, and he is joining us now for a few minutes. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. How about you? We're good. Where were you for the home run yesterday, the second home run? Uh, the second home run, I was in the uh, press box. Okay. You know, like a, like an astute media member that I am. Yes. So, yeah, I was uh, having to having to check that out, but uh, no, it was uh, one of those things, man, where the team just keeps finding ways to win, and even if uh, you got if people keep counting them out, they still find ways. So we got a great p- pitchers matchup. We'll talk about that in a second, but let's talk about how Arkansas got here. And there were a lot of significant plays. You had the botched suicide squeeze. You had uh, Josenberger making a play that not a lot of center fielders are going to make a play on in the outfield. I mean, there were a lot of big plays in this game for Arkansas to have a chance to force extra innings and then ultimately be able to pull it off. But uh, certainly some missed opportunities, too. They kept putting guys on and couldn't take advantage early. Yeah, I know. And that's what uh, Dave and Warren alluded to, the frustration of the early struggles and the started for the offense. Like, uh, it was happy kind of where things were going, but just couldn't get anything going as far as uh, just getting guys not only on base, but getting to bring them home. Arkansas left too many guys stranded and, uh, you know, Texas A&M was able to take advantage of it. You know, Adcock struggled a little bit in the third inning, which uh, he was really good for two. But uh, once they put in Zach Morris and Will McIntyre, they did their job. It was just about the offense coming up big. But uh, the way that they just battled through, kept coming back, kept coming back. And, I mean, when, let's be honest, when you have a, have a grand slam get hit by Wagner, that just sparks everything and gets everybody hyped up and excited and uh, puts them in a great position. So, uh, you know, we've seen it happen so many times. Sometimes they've won games with batting. Sometimes they've won it with hits. Sometimes they've won it with... Uh, the other team making mistakes, but uh, it's just incredible how game after game they keep grinding, keep finding ways to win. I mean, I just that's the that's the, what is so special about this team and why so many people like myself feel like it could win a championship. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's uh, and once you get in postseason, it's a lot different. I heard a hog call or two yesterday. How was the crowd? What's the turnout like over there? Uh, yeah, for for Arkansas, it's eh, kind of it's kind of low on the lower side, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's kind of what you expect because. You know, like uh, going to Birmingham, and at least for the early games, and being there on a on a on a Wednesday or Thursday is tough. But uh, honestly, uh, it's been all about LSU fans, Bama fans, Auburn fans. There's been a great turnout from them. Even Florida fans had a ton of people there too. But Razorback fans, at least yesterday, didn't have the, the biggest turnout. But that's what will make it interesting to see if more come around today. Yeah, it seemed really dead at the beginning of that game yesterday. And was that the? Could you feel that at the stadium, or was it just TV? Oh no, it was dead. It was absolutely dead. Like it, it was, it was the uh, least attended game of all the games yesterday. Uh, there were, in fact, there were more LSU fans there than probably any other fan base that was that was there. Even at the Razorback game, like there were more LSU fans who were watching than anybody else. And so they just, 
Yeah, it, it wasn't just you. It was dead. I felt like I was watching a minor league baseball yeah. game, you know, in the middle of the week. But uh, today, I don't think you have to worry about that because uh, there's going to be one team that has a home field advantage over the other when it comes to fans. I think we all understand that. Yeah. Uh, did Coach Van Horn talk about the decision not to pinch hit for Parker Rowland there at the end? I, I, honestly, I thought he was going to pinch it, maybe put McLaughlin in and try to get a sack fly or a base hit to, to win the game. Uh, did he discuss that decision? Yeah, he said that uh, normally he probably would have thought about pinch hitting, but uh, as he, he talked about, he says my backup catcher was puking all night and uh, had to be hooked up to an IV early mm-hmm. because of how, how bad a shape he was in. And so uh, that, of course, makes a lot of sense. And then Bob Holt asked the question about, well, who's your third-string catcher? And he's like, well, we don't really have a third-string catcher. <laughs> and well, he, yeah. like, who would play it? And then uh, he was like, who would play it? And he's like, well, it would probably be Peyton Holt but uh, he's out there uh, uh, playing second base. So it, it was just one of those deals to where you, you kind of laughed about it, but you could tell it's like, hey, yeah, we normally would have a plan in place for that, but because of the amount of injuries we've had, that's really the only move that we could do in that, in that situation. I don't really have a third-string catcher. You know, it's probably Holt, but he's playing for second base now. Right. So I asked a couple guys at practice the other day about emergency catcher, and we, we had him catch a little bullpen, but... Yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, because if you catch him, who do you, who do you play at second? Yeah, I'll, I'll find somebody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe you could go in. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. The other thing that uh, was funny, I didn't hear the comment yet, John. We've got the clip here from Schlossnagel. Apparently, I guess Bob was growing him about Arkansas, and I don't know what all he said, but apparently he was like uh, – He's like, uh, do, do I work? Do I, is it Arkansas on my shirt or something like that? Anyway, here, here's what he said yesterday at the at the post game. I mean, we set the table for him a lot in the early innings, right? How I many how many guys they you know we had first and second or bases loaded close to it in the first two or three innings, um, and we were fortunate to get out of it. Deborah made a few pitches. Uh, um, Targotch made a nice catch in left field, uh, and then I thought Sadeo was really good. Uh, it's a good sign. Like Austin said, it's a good sign for us, but. Um, you know, Arkansas. I've always, and I said this. I said this here the other day, and I'll continue to say this. Uh, I think Coach Van Horns is, if he's not the best coach in the country, he's in the top one or two. And they just play outstanding baseball. Like they don't screw the game up, and they hang around. There's enough pitching, play good defense, bring a guy in at third base. Jones makes a nice play there uh, in the bottom of the tenth. Um, so they just play very sound baseball. Um, they're balanced through the order. They can beat you in a lot of ways. Um, and the job they've done this year with the injuries they've had and just the next man up kind of mentality is that's exactly what you know we're trying to get going in, in College Station. Targotch, by the way, is a really cool name. Um, he had a moment yesterday, and John, it's just the opposite of what we saw with Dave Van Horn not too long ago where they're doing the in-game interview, and Dave had that one, I guess it was the last series, where Peyton Holt makes a great play at second base in the middle of the interview. Yesterday, they were talking to Schlossnagel, and <laughs> poor guy goes over there just outside the foul line or just beyond the foul line on the right field, and the ball just drops. I don't know. I guess lost he lost it. Yeah, but and, I, and he's just like, okay. He goes, I never have good luck when I'm doing these things. But you remember the last time <laughs> he was doing the, the interview for uh, the Arkansas game, and the ball hit the bag and bounced over the first baseman's yes. head, and he's like, you, you got to be kidding me. Pretty funny. I love those interviews. I do, too. Let's get him back on. He, I think he just avoided any kind of problem doing the interview a moment ago. By the way, A&M's up on South Carolina now 4-0 to zero in the fourth inning and rolling right now. So, But they were up 4-zip on Arkansas yesterday, too, and it didn't work out. Didn't, so. did, did, yeah, did not. Hey, any, any update on uh, Hunter Grimes and that terrible slide into the catcher yeah. head first? No, no, there's no update on it just yet. Uh it looked bad, though, because when I saw it, I'm like, not only because of the play and, and what happened, but I'm like, dude, you kidding me? Like, it, it looked like his shoulder, he came up and it was really hobbling. And uh, I think that that was a problem. Uh, but, yeah, it was something to where it was like, you know, when you see plays like that and, you know, just part of baseball, but now it's because of Arkansas's injury curse. Anytime a play like that happens, I'm like, I just assume they're going to get injured. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's bad to say it that way, but I'm like, oh, I just – assume that if there is a play where somebody else could collide yeah. and be okay, no, Arkansas is going to find a way to get hurt because that's just the way their luck's at. Yeah. Again, it was it was a surprising play. I did not expect them to try to suicide squeeze there. But to Dave's point, in the post game, if you get a good bun down, the guy's still safe. Yeah. The other thing is that I don't have a problem with what the catcher did at all. 
But I thought we weren't blocking the plate anymore. When did that? I thought that was a thing. Is that just at the, the major league level? I thought you weren't allowed to block the plate. I thought you were supposed to like catch the ball in front of the plate right. and then make the and tag. tag. Not you, block you kind it. of blocked the yeah, plate. Yeah, knee down. That's and, what Hunter Grimes slid into. Yeah. I didn't have an issue yeah, with it, but it just I no. thought it was a lot of the ordinary. I, I haven't seen a play like that in a while. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that either. I don't know exactly what the rules were, but it was just one of those things. Like you know, so many people were mad, and I was kind of confused by it too. But hearing Dave when it's talking about pinch running and then for pinch hitting and then talking about uh, you know the play, it was like it was a good play. Like it, it was mm-hmm. something that's just like, hey, if it works, it's the best play ever, and what, hey, what a way to walk it off. But yeah. if it doesn't work, then everyone's mad and saying that was a dumb call. So, yeah. You know, sometimes that happens in sports, but I felt like that was really what it was all about. Well, he wasn't, I mean, I was a little confused at first, but once he explained yeah. it and I thought about it, I was like, okay, I get it. He wasn't too far from popping and popping out, honestly. It was was not a very yeah. good one at all. So, and it was a heads-up play, too, by AM. But anyway, I just thought it was just seemed weird where he positioned because I thought they have been trying to avoid that and get guys out of the baseline with the catcher. So Maybe the rule is you can't bowl over the catcher. No, because they've, they've been making it a point to get the catcher out of the baseline, remember? And I, I don't remember if that was major league or college, but that's a thing now where yeah. you want to get I know ball. it is in softball because I watched it last week with UCA. The uh, runner was called safe at the plate because the UCA's catcher put her knee down and the uh, runner couldn't get get her foot in. She was out, but the umpire had already said she no play because you blocked the plate. Hmm. So. I don't, I don't know the rule for college baseball. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have an issue with the guy, what the kid did at all. But it just it just seemed like I didn't think we did that anymore. I don't know. Uh, all right, so LSU obviously great pitching matchup today, John. Going to be a treat with Skeens and Hagen Smith, or at least we hope so today. Hopefully, it's a good close game and maybe a mm-hmm. quick one as well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm wondering what they're because I think LSU and Arkansas are both coming in with the same mentality, like with their aces, like but they're not going to go long. You know, they they want to make sure that they're ready because both teams wrapped up a national seed essentially. So. I think that they're just going to, you know, see how that goes or how it plays out. And, you know, if one team gets up on the other pretty heavily in the beginning, then, yeah, I guess I think that'll probably dictate it. But, you know, if we're sitting at a, a 0-0 game after four innings, that's when it gets real interesting as far as, like, all right, so who's who's going to make the move to, you know, go to the next guy? Or he's like, oh, we kind of want to win this. We're doing really good, so do we keep them in? I mean, to me, that's going to be the, the fascinating thing is how these coaches play it if the game's close after their aces have gone past their pitch count or past the level that they want them to pitch at. Do they make a move? Do they keep them in? Uh, that's going to be fascinating to see how they handle it. Over, under 105 pitches for Hagen Smith? Under. Well under. Mm-hmm. Well okay. under. Uh, I, th- I think that this is... I'll, I'll be shocked if he goes past three innings. Over, I'll be shocked. Over three, wait, wait. Past how many innings? Three. I think he's got to go beyond three. They don't have yeah. enough pitching. I think he'll throw anywhere between 80 to 100 pitches. I think he'll throw five innings, hopefully. Yeah. Although with 80, 80 to 100, yeah. it could yeah, be with yeah, four innings. Could be. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? Yeah, yeah. we will. He was right. We will. I hope uh, I hope he goes really uh, quickly and it's a cruise for him and Arkansas can find a way to win. And a quick, low-scoring game. That's the biggest thing, so we'll see. But um, anyway, we'll let you go, John. I appreciate it. We'll hear from Dave Van Horn talking about LSU here in a bit. But uh, good work, and we'll... Check it again. Appreciate our sponsors, Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal. And we will listen in for John from Hoover coming up in uh, the next show and Out of Bounds. Thank you, buddy. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Good, Good work. Hit him straight, knucklehead. Uh, let me get Navy Mike in here, and then we're going to take a break. we got Richard Davenport from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports on the other side. Plenty of recruiting work going on. And, Wes, I thought when I came back to work today, we'd have the word on Devo. We're still waiting. We'll see. Hmm. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, Justin? Um, you know... Dang. You know that, that's not, bad call, that's bad line. That's terrible. Can you hear me? Yep, you're breaking up a little bit. Go ahead. Mm, that's terrible. That's just a shame. Call back. No. Also, Arkansas and Missouri, as you know, will play the final game of the season, regular season. Usually move to Black Friday, and that's the case. Usually at 1.30 on CBS. That is not the case. 3 o'clock on CBS for that final game of the year. Plan accordingly. Game will be played in Fayetteville. So, for those of you who are going to uh, celebrate your post-tryptophan haze that you're coming out of just in time for the game. That's the plan. You know, plenty of time to wake up from your turkey nap. 
Let me get Jim in here and see if his connection's any better. Couldn't be any worse. What's up, Jim? Man, I'm 10, so my connection's great. Mm. Uh, quick question. Somebody ain't heard from in a long time is uh, Tim from Little Rock. What's going on with that guy? Tim from Little Rock. I haven't heard from him in years. I don't even know if he's still with us. Well, that's what I was what I was wondering. You he, know, he and Bo Mattingly had some great Navy sparring Mike. sessions back in the day. Those were good times. <laughs> yeah. Between him and Navy Mike, you know. Yep. That, that's really all I got. I was just curious. Have a good one. Go Hogs. Yeah, appreciate it. There are callers that call in on a regular basis for years and years, and you're thinking, man, these guys will always be part of the show. But someday, Stan won't call anymore. Hmm. Someday, you'll never hear from Navy Mike again. There were times when we'd hear from Michael from Stuttgart four days out of the five in a week. Yeah. Never hear from him anymore. Just the natural cycle of things. It was good to hear from Sterling last week, though. It was it good was. to hear from Sterling. Good I agree. Catch up. It was. Uh, okay, Navy Mike, let's try this again. Yeah, hey, Justin, can you hear me? Much better. You, you stepped out of the submarine. Okay, yeah, Good work. Yeah, actually, I just got off the phone, uh, sir. Um, but, you, but you know what? Um, that, that clip you played where that guy was saying, uh, if, you know, uh, Dave Van Horn, if he's not the best coach in the nation, he's one of the top two. Uh, Dave Van Horn isn't even in the top two in the, in the Southeastern Conference as far as head coaches. How in the goofy hell can he be one of the top two in the nation? You know, you, you, you know, in the SEC, you got Tim Corbin, Tim Sullivan, Jay Johnson. I mean, there's your top three. I definitely wouldn't you know, take Jay Johnson over Dave Van Horn. There's no no Jay, argument Jay about has that. Done, Jay Johnson has done exactly what has gotten to the high, the exact same height that uh, you know Dave Van Horn has gotten. And as far as the championship series. I heard a great he stat did. yesterday, Navy Mike. You know who has he, the he, most he, he, wins. He, he, he Don't talk over me. I'm talking right now. Do you know who has the will you mute him while I'm talking? Do you know who has the most wins in college baseball since twenty seventeen? Arkansas? Arkansas. No one, no team has more wins than Arkansas since twenty seventeen. That's a pretty dang good stat. Who has the most who has the most since twenty sixteen? Or twenty fifteen? Or twenty fourteen? Well, I mean, well, what, what does that matter? I mean, you can make well, I think it does matter. In the last six years, and we're right. throwing out the COVID but, but, years, but, so that's why we're saying the last five years, no one has been better than Arkansas. Have they won a national championship? No. Are they knocking on the door year after year? Yeah. Are they going to break through that door at some point? Yeah, I do believe they, they will. You look at last year, Ole Miss went 10-1 and one in the postseason. The only team to beat Ole Miss was Arkansas. They turned around and played a game to get to the championship game. Ole Miss beat them 2 to nothing. It was a great pitcher's duel. Arkansas was that close to winning a national championship. We know about Oregon State, how close they were that year. The year before that, they were the best team in the SEC, did something that only one other team has ever done. Win every single series in the SEC. They got beat by North Carolina State in the Super Regionals. In my opinion, would have won the national championship if it's not for COVID. That's how close Arkansas is, knocking on the door. They're going to bust through the door at some point. Dave Van Horn's a great coach, one well, of the best you know, in the country. You know, Wes, you, 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 you bring up the last five years. Well, the last five years, is, since we're talking numbers here, uh, a national seed has only won at once. Now, okay. now, that's a, to the last five years before that, uh, national seed won it the, the full five years. So, I mean, look, as as, as far as the, the the SEC tournament, you know, people want to people want to make people want to say, well, we don't we don't care about winning it um, because, well, ninety nine percent of the years that Dave Edwards has been in Arkansas, they haven't won the SEC tournament. They never won a national title in those. Mike, your your phone your phone is awful. I'm sorry. Uh, and when we can't hear you, the things that are coming out of it are nonsensical. So just for we'll give you a break. Argument's <clears throat> sake, though, the Thunder were the winningest team in the NBA in the 2010s. Scott Brooks wasn't the best coach in the NBA. No, they're not. They're not necessarily 100 percent correlated. But there is. I mean, you're really splitting hairs here. You say that <laughs> Dave Van Horn's not a great coach. I mean, he, he is a great coach. That's dumb. I'm Let's just, come on. I mean, we can say top two, three, four, whatever you want to say. There's a lot of good coaches in the league, but that's dumb. 1049, we'll be back in a second. Richard Davenport's a really, really good recruiting columnist. I think we can all agree about that. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Miller from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. 
We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. Hey, I'm Joseph Pena with the Arkansas basketball team. Great news. Bell and & Sword and & Conway has everything for Dad. Belts, cufflinks, wallets, colognes, cool and colorful happy socks, U of A and UCA polos, swim trunks, sport coats, shirts, summer slacks, and shorts. Remember, Bell & Sword is the only men's store in Central Arkansas with Taylor on staff. Bell & Sword, 1016 Oak Street in Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help us with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. J.D. Power ranked Shelter Insurance number one in customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region and number one in price. See Candace Alford in Gravel Ridge, Brian Cress in North Little Rock, or Michelle Herring in Whitehall. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Rock. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the zone. Slam that door. She broke my heart. That girl so got out of 10.53 in the zone. We're going to check out uh, what's going on with Richard Davenport and Whole Hog Sports. The recruiting trail, busy, busy. And Richard, how are you? Let's check in real quick. What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Uh, are you ready for a long weekend or what? Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I, I enjoyed last weekend. Nice, great weather. Looks like pretty good weather this weekend. Looking forward to that. A lot of deck time. That's good. Well, let's talk about recruiting real quick. Before we dive into that, have you heard anything on Devo? I mean, we're a week away or so from getting into uh, the deadline, so I kind of expected to hear from him this week. Are you hearing anything on, on his decision to go pro or come back? I haven't checked recently, but uh, I, I really don't know uh, anything uh, as of late. So uh, I, I tend to think he'll be back, but at the same time, I won't be surprised if, if he if he's not. I'd, I'd probably say it's fifty fifty. That's just my opinion, not based on anything solid. Uh, but uh, I haven't checked uh, in the last few days. Are they recruiting as if those two guys, Walsh and Devo, are gone? No, I, I, there's no doubt that they're. They're doing that. It, it's it's it, they're just waiting on the word. Uh, I think the word on Walsh. I, I'd be surprised if he comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, uh, you know, with Devo, you, you don't know either. So uh, until they get official word, they can't really go forward too much. Uh, obviously, Ron Holland is the big uh, big name out there right now, and uh, I know he's not visiting this weekend. I know uh, you know the dead period's over the, after the twenty sixth. So uh, they could have visitors, but I, I, I know he's not visiting this weekend. So, uh, 
uh, that's that's you know what everybody's really focused on really as far as uh, you know potential uh, additions to the program. Sticking with basketball, they went crazy with some uh, scholarship offers to in-state kids uh, last week. I guess. Yeah, I offered four uh, to in-state. I mean, two twenty-six prospects and two twenty-five prospects. Uh, J- Jashon, uh, is that how you pronounce it? JJ uh, Hayes. Oh, Jashon. Yeah, yeah J- Jashon Hayes. Yeah, Hayes uh, from uh, Whitehall and uh, Isa- uh, I- Isaiah Sealy from uh, Springdale. Both of them uh, uh, very good size, about six seven, about uh, one eighty five, two hundred pounds. Both can uh, fill it up uh, from outside, inside, but then uh, also JJ Andrews. Who uh, ESPN has rated uh, uh, five star in the twenty six class in a very early uh, <laughs> ranking there, but uh, and then also uh, Jacob uh, Lanier from uh, Maumel, uh, both of them uh, similar size, about six four, six five, and uh, so uh, yeah, and, and then they offered some out of state guys, but the the, the four in state guys is what uh, uh, obviously everybody in the state were uh, were interested in. All the J's. Uh, Isaiah is going to have to change his name to Jaziah. I mean, with uh, JJ and all those guys. That's that's that was cool to see though. That uh, all these other schools have come in and offered them, or starting to offer them, and then Arkansas jumped on. And uh, out, out of those guys, uh, any of them do you think are uh, early commits, or are they going to play this thing out? I think we're close to you know making the decision. I mean, with the twenty six guys. They haven't, they, they haven't even been able to visit campus. They can't do that till August 1. Uh, obviously, they can have communication with the coaches and stuff, but until they really get on campus, I don't think anything's going to happen with the 26 anytime soon. Uh, I think both uh, Lanier and, and Andrews are both going to have so many opportunities that, that there's really no sense in pulling the trigger too early unless they absolutely, you know, you know, absolutely know what their decision would be uh you know, down the road, if they wanted to be Razorbacks, but uh, I, like I said, I, I don't, I don't think any of them, based on a little bit that I was communicating with them, uh, were close to uh, making the decision. We're up against about about thirty seconds. What about the new offensive lineman they got a commitment from? Yeah, Wiggins, uh, Amari uh, Wiggins uh, from a JC uh, offensive lineman from Coffeeville, six three three ten, narrowed it down to Texas A and M. Uh, Penn State and Miami and Illinois before committing to Arkansas last week. Uh, very good pickup. Uh, you know, when when you're fighting up against uh, those type of schools and you win, uh, that's a big pickup. Thank and, you, Richard. That, that, that should be done as far as the offensive line. Good Take deal. care, guys. Hey, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, Richard Davenport. We are up against the top of the hour. Next hour, Red White Report. We're going to check in with Hagen Smith, who's going to be a starting pitcher for Arkansas today against LSU. And we're also going to talk to Jace Borfin in this show today wow. as well. How yeah. about that? Pretty loaded. Also, we got the Average Guy movie review. We'll get uh, Chris Alley's thoughts on White Men Can't Jump, the updated and uh, very likely unimproved version. <laughs> we'll get his thoughts about it. Maybe I'm wrong. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make